It's quarter number two on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It is quarter number two. I'm Jim Galante, and since it's quarter number two, that means Ross Tucker has made his way in. Ross, how are you doing this week? Doing awesome, Jim. Ready to talk some Penn State football. And we're finally talking about the best position on the football field. We're finally talking about my greatest area of expertise, or at least should be my greatest area of expertise, the big boys up front. You know, that's an unbiased point of view also, isn't it, Ross, saying this offensive line is the best position? Yes, there's no question. I think that O-line is the best position. Look, yes, I'm biased. We don't get talked about enough, but I think Penn State fans, the good ones, Jim, probably realize over the years that it feels like Penn State's kind of gone as their O-line and D-line have gone. You know, to a lesser extent, the defense, but... You know, you think about like 94 team with Jeff Hardings and Marco Rivera and Andre Johnson. I mean, I think a lot of times Penn State's best teams, they've really usually been led by the O-line or the defense. Now, that 94 team was loaded with skill guys, obviously. Kyle Brady, Kerry Collins, Kajana Carter, Bobby Ingram, Freddie Scott, we know. But that O-line was also unbelievable. That... We should do a whole episode sometime. Has there ever been a better college offense than that one? It's hard to imagine that there could be. I mean, what, three top ten picks? Ross, let me make that a real, real short segment. Has there been a better offense? No. Okay? That's the answer. No, there hasn't. Uh, But I would love to do that segment. I'm going to make a note. We are going to do that because I absolutely love that 94 team and especially the offense. Real quick, though, on the offensive line, I do believe, Ross, that you have been doing a service for the Penn State fan base in highlighting the offensive line. And I know I've learned a lot from you about it. I watch the game differently because of my conversations with you. And the fact is, the offensive line affects everything. Easy to say it's the passing game, the running game it affects. But also, I had someone tell me, um, in fact, our, our buddy T. Frank, who follows you know, what Pro Football Focus says on things, they determined Sean Clifford was, is one of the worst quarterbacks when he's under pressure. Well, guess what? That's because of the offensive line, if he's under pressure a lot. It affects so much. So let's get to it. Let's talk about the couple newcomers. Let's start with J.B. Nelson. Uh, He came in from the junior college level. What did you see from J.B.? You know what? Really good size and frame, uh, which is always, you know, one of the starting points, obviously, for an offensive lineman. I would say watching him, now he's a, he's played a couple years, I believe, at Lackawanna Junior College, and so he's playing at a higher level of football for sure. He plays left tackle. I really like the potential he has 
from a physical standpoint with that size and frame, I would say, Jim, probably average feet athleticism and initial burst off the ball, which is not the worst thing in the world. Remember this, okay? Average always sounds like such a negative. I'm talking about for a Big Ten starting lineman. You know, I mean, you know what average is? A lot better than below average. And I was a guy that had some below average physical characteristics, okay? So average is not a negative, but I am evaluating it how anybody would evaluate it. I think he's got average feet, athleticism, and initial burst off the ball. As a result, I think he projects more to guard than offensive tackle. But I think he's kind of what you're looking for at guard. A guy that could play tackle in junior college, play it effectively, pass pro there, move him inside because he doesn't have sweet feet, right? You want the guys that tackle to really have sweet feet. Just how light on their feet they are, how easily they move back and forth with uh, lateral agility. That's not really J.B. Nelson. What I love about him, not like, Jim, not like, what I love about him is his passion and his physicality. This kid gets it. This kid understands what's great about the sport, what's great in particular about playing offensive line, and he embraces it. He is the biggest, baddest dude out there, and he's trying to smash as many of the smaller dudes as he can. He is trying to impose his will physically on the others. And I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, there are several examples on his tape of high football IQ and recognition where he sees a blitz coming, Jim. He sees a stunt coming. Things like that that I absolutely love. Very, very important to me because that's such a great indicator of how an offensive lineman in particular sees the game. And that's what gives him a great opportunity inside. His high football IQ, his ability to recognize, read and react plus his enthusiasm. Jim, I had a smile on my face the whole time I was watching J.B. Nelson play because he plays with the joy and love of a guy that you can tell loves what he's doing and is having the time of his life. Those are the two things that are very, very, very important to me from an offensive lineman. Football IQ, he's got it. You know, the defensive end drops, boom, he's right in on the defensive tackle, knocking that guy to the ground. Or there's another stunt, he sees it. And then he's trying to finish. He loves what he does. He's got solid power as a run blocker. He is a great finisher. And he's doing that against pretty darn good competition. He's doing all that, you know, at a high juco level, which is encouraging I think he's got a chance. I'd be surprised if he doesn't end up getting some playing time inside during his career because of those qualities I just mentioned. Do you have a score for him? Yeah, I'm going to give him... It's always tougher 
with the JUCO kids because it's like I'm grading on a different scale. You know, they're they're two years older, but I'll give him an eight eight point one. I liked him. Well, that's a pretty good score for him. Let's move on to our next uh, signee, and that is Drew Shelton. Very highly regarded, Ross. What did you think of him? Yeah, um, well, you can see why he's so highly regarded. Uh, There's no question about it. He's got a solid frame and size, which, again, is always an important starting point for an offensive lineman. But what really jumps out to him about him more than anything else he is just a very natural smooth mover in everything he does everything he's always in balance always under control i mean jim he'll be out in space against a safety or a smaller kid And he never gets over his skis. He never gets off balance. He looks like a basketball player out there. I think he is. I think he is a basketball player. He's just a very, very natural mover. Excellent athlete in space. I'd say he has above average initial power. Not elite or great initial power off the snap. But he does a really good job of working to finish and dump opponents. Really good job of both. He is superb on linebackers at the second level. Absolutely superb when he gets to linebackers at the second level. Uh, He's a really good prospect. I'm going to give him an 8.6. I mean, he's he's a really good player. Uh, I would not be surprised... If he's Penn State's, you know, left tackle of the future, you know, he might not be quite as long or big as you'd like, but being such a natural mover the way he is, I think he's got a really, really good chance to be Penn State's left tackle at some point. And, Ross, the way you say that, at some point, but not ready to contribute immediately – I know offensive line, it's tough, especially at tackle, for a kid to step right in that first year and play. Yeah, I think, um, well, I think especially this year it's unlikely. It just really, he didn't didn't enroll early, which makes it even tougher to be able to go in and, and compete right away. So I would think that that's unlikely. You know, you really shouldn't. You really shouldn't be a guy that um, starts right away unless there's issues elsewhere. Unless you're either unbelievable or and or there's issues elsewhere. What part of the game is it for an offensive lineman where he needs to, um, they're not ready, it takes longer for an offensive lineman? Is it the physical maturity? Is it the mental aspect of the game? Good question. It's three things. Physical maturity, the mental aspect of feel for the game, understanding of what you're seeing, how things go, but then also technique. 
You know, it's such a technique-driven position. And so often, you know, it's going to be really tough to come into college football and have the technique you need to be able to start in the Big Ten. You just don't see it very often. Again, that's a high level for a player to jump right in and play. And I think it's often said, the further away from the ball you are, the easier it is to contribute right away. In other words, a wide receiver or running back or on defense, if you're a cornerback, it, it just makes it easier. And we've seen that at Penn State. We've seen contributors right away at wide receiver, running back, cornerback. All right, Ross, that is it for quarter number two. You want to stick around because in quarter number three, we're going to take your questions and we're going to ask Ross. This is Jen from Collegiate Athletic Travel. We've been offering travel to the biggest Penn State games for over 50 years. This fall, we continue that tradition in partnership with Keystone Sports Network with a trip to the Penn State Auburn game. Join us for charter flight, staying at the team hotel, transportation to and from the game, and even a great tailgate party at the stadium are included. For more information, go to athletictravel.com or call 1-800-788-4414. See you there. In his book, Why Penn State, author Greg Woodman takes readers on a trip back in time to Happy Valley in the 1980s, a unique era of gridiron success and rapid expansion that gave our university its modern identity. Whether you're traveling down memory lane or discovering old states past for the first time, this compilation of rare photos, original essays, and exclusive interviews helps you explore the why behind we are. Start your journey today. Order online at whypennstate.com. 